welcome to the Be Together podcast. We believe here that God did not desire for man to be alone. We are created with a need for companionship. So this gift has come to us through family and friends. Join me, Sarah, and my husband, Andrew, each week as we sit down with some of our favorite people and share our hearts on some fun and some difficult topics. Join us. Let's be together. Welcome back to the Be Together podcast. Today, it's just me, Sarah. Andrew's not with me, so you guys just get to hear one voice today, which might seem a little bit different. It's kind of funny, though, when Andrew and I talk about podcasts, most of the ones that he enjoys listening to are more conversational and multiple people are usually on the episodes. Most of the podcasts that I listen to are either just one person or maybe two people. And so we're kind of used to like different styles. So today, just having me here, this is more kind of my style. So I hope you guys enjoy it, but don't worry, Andrew will be back. He's just not with us today. (laughs) So it is March. I can't believe it. Look at the calendar and I'm excited because I love springtime. I'm ready for like warmer air, less flu and sick germs, um, the birds chirping, the flowers. I love to plant flowers and enjoy like all the things that come into bloom in the spring um, and just lots of fun family activities that we do. So I'm super excited that March is here, but I can't believe it. I feel like I just started this podcast um, back in January and it seems like literally it was just like last week. So Here we are, March, and this is episode seven, but I hope that you had time to listen to episode six. It was a little bit different. We talked about the word of God and why our family values studying it, reading it, knowing it, and hiding it in our hearts. Um, We talked about our family's favorite verses and stories, and I don't know. I just think it's fun to share that perspective. I would love to hear, you know, some of that perspective from you guys. So if you haven't listened, go back and give it a listen. Um, and please continue to share our podcast with family members and friends uh, that you think might benefit from this or might be encouraged by it because that's, you know, kind of what we're hoping through this is just to offer encouragement. And I've had so many wonderful people text me, message me, or comment on things and just saying that they enjoy the episodes. It's just kind of a refreshing, fun thing to listen to or a good encouragement. So I'm thankful that it's serving that need for some of you. But please share away and just encourage other people to listen if you think that it would um, encourage them. So coming up soon on some of our episodes, we're going to hopefully have some guests joining us. Um, I've got some exciting ideas and things in store. So I'm reaching out to some people, um, to come on and I don't want to share too much yet, but I'm excited and I hope that you'll continue to listen to future episodes as we just bring in more perspective and interview more people and talk about, all kinds of topics. Um, So thanks again for people who have been sending us episode ideas. We have a wonderful list of ideas and rough outline of kind of directions that we want to go. And that's all because of feedback and encouragement from our listeners. So thanks guys. So today's episode is called Seasons of Life and it was inspired basically by my own kind of reflection. I've learned over the last few years that there's a lot of value in taking time to remember where we've come from, remember our past, remember the struggles that we've had um, in our past through different things, to remember the celebrations that we've had, um, and then to also look for those in our present current like circumstance and state and then also just to get excited and to look forward for things to come and so seasons of life is just kind of what I landed on for this episode it's been kind of interesting for me over the last few months the book of Ecclesiastes from the Bible has come up multiple times 
Um, the first time in the last year, I kind of remember it coming up was last July. Andrew lost his grandma. Um, she was elderly and had a variety of things health wise that were going on. And anyway, she passed away. And as many times in the past, when someone passes away, the book of Ecclesiastes comes up, especially chapter three, where it talks about different seasons. And I'm going to read part of that here in a minute. So that was kind of the first time I remembered in the last year, the book of Ecclesiastes coming up. But then throughout the year, I've had different um, just quiet time Bible studies that I've done where different verses from Ecclesiastes have popped up, which is kind of interesting. And then just two weekends ago, Andrew and I, or maybe it was last weekend. No, it was two weekends ago. Andrew and I went to a marriage conference. It was wonderful. It's called Matrimony Every Day. And if you're in the Springfield area, I highly recommend checking it out. It's every February. They've done it for the last five years and it's fabulous. We've gone three of the last years and every year it's a different speaker, a different keynote, but it is just so amazing. And it's just a one day conference and it's just powerful. So anyway, this last one we went to, we had um, Ted Cunningham speak. He is actually a pastor at Woodland Hills Church in Branson, Missouri. He is published through Focus on the Family. He's published multiple books. I would totally check him out. He is awesome. And anyway, his talk for the whole conference started in the book of Ecclesiastes, and he pulled back through a lot of pieces from this book, and it just has had it on the forefront of my mind. And so I just decided to use that as some inspiration um, for today. So when we met with Ted at the marriage conference, one of the first verses that he pulled through, like I said, was from Ecclesiastes, and it was from chapter 9. And I'm going to pull that up on my um, Bible app real quick, and I'm going to read it to you guys. So this really was amazing. He was talking about it in context of marriage. And this is Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verses 7 through 9. So I'm just going to read those real quick. Um, it says, Enjoy life with the one you love. Go, eat your bread with joy, and drink your wine with a merry heart, for God has already approved what you do. Let your garments be always white. Let not oil be lacking on your head. Enjoy life with the wife whom you love all the days of your vain life that he has given you under the sun, because that is your portion in life and in your toil at which you toil under the sun. And so it was just this whole idea of enjoying life with the ones that you love. And I think that we get so caught up in our day-to-day -day circumstances that sometimes we just forget to have joy and to be thankful and enjoy the life we have with the ones that we love. And so I want to take some time today to talk about some perspective to hopefully encourage you um, and to just offer an opportunity for you to reflect on where you've been, where you're at in the current, and give you some excitement for things to come in the future. A big idea in the book of Ecclesiastes is basically a representation of a journey that Solomon is going through. He's what is who is believed to be the author of the book of Ecclesiastes. Um, but he's basically searching throughout this whole book for meaning and significance in his life. But throughout that whole journey of kind of reaching dead end after dead end or lots of mention in the book of toil or work under the sun, kind of that daily grind, um, God was present through the whole thing. Um, you can read in the book of Ecclesiastes, like in chapter two, it talks about how God provides food, drink, and work. Um, it talks about how God's deeds are eternal in chapter three. It talks about how God empowers people to enjoy his provision in chapter five. 
Basically, the great truth of Ecclesiastes just lies in the acknowledgement of God's ever-present hand on our lives, which I think is powerful. No matter what the circumstances, we have God's ever-present hand on our lives. Um, As I mentioned earlier, the first kind of excerpt from Ecclesiastes that stuck out to me last July was from chapter 3, and um, it talks about how there's like a season for everything. In Ecclesiastes chapter 3, I'm going to read um, a time for everything, this excerpt. And you guys have potentially heard this before, but it says in verse one, for everything, there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to tear down and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time for peace. And so this brings me to the thought of seasons of life. If we break that down, we can think about different times in our lives when we've been in these different moments. So if we think about it, you guys might be in a time right now of happiness and amazement, a time of enjoyment. Maybe it's a time where you're engaged or a time where you are financially reaching a point of security or a time where you are joyful at the birth of a child. Like there's so many times we can think of that are just exciting, happy, amazing, and joyful. And this, you know, this excerpt mentions a lot of those, but we all know good and well that we also hit those seasons and those times of hardship, those times of grief or lost, those times of unexpected hardship. Maybe somebody loses their job or an medical emergency or scare or situation that you're dealing with. Um, Maybe there's been a big catastrophe. Like there's so many things we can think of and individually in our lives we could identify as hard times. And this excerpt from Ecclesiastes kind of outlines a lot of those. And it tells us, you know, from Solomon's perspective, there's a time for all of these. And even in these times, God is with us. I want to encourage you that if you're in a season of hardship to just remember it's only for a time. Now, some of you might say, no, you don't understand. You don't know what I'm going through. And you're right. I probably don't. But I also know that I've gone through hard things and it doesn't mean that those hard things disappear or they go away, but God can restore joy. God can restore peace. God can bring you into a new season. And I hope that that's encouraging to you because I've experienced grief and loss. I've experienced unexpected hardship. Some of those things I mentioned um, just a few minutes ago. And people look at my life and a lot of the people that I'm around currently don't even know some of that part of my story. But I've experienced, you know, a miscarriage and it's terrible. And that season was dark and it was really hard. I've experienced the loss, very unexpected and sudden loss of a sibling. 
And let me tell you, that grief is still present in my life seven years later. But it was a season that was dark and that was hard, but God was ever present. And he carried me through and he showed me how to take another step. And so, I mean, we've experienced unexpected job losses throughout our marriage. There's just so many things and I don't want to sound heavy or dark, but a lot of people that know me in the current present, they don't know that whole part of my story. They might look at me and say, oh, you've got it easy or you don't understand. But I think we've all been through tough stuff just because you might be in a season right now where you've come out of a storm doesn't mean that you haven't been in one. And our all our storms are different, but I had a mentor once tell me that at every point in your life, you're in one of three places. You're either entering a storm, you're in the middle of life's storm, or you've come out of a storm. And, you know, the storms come and the storms go, just like with the seasons. You know, we're getting ready to enter into spring, which where we live, that is storm season. And so you can think of that as kind of a visual of life. These storms are going to come and they're going to go. But also from those storms are great things. If you read on in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, Oh, I love the part that follows what I read previously. I feel like a time to do this, a time to do that, that first part of Ecclesiastes, that's what a lot of people read, and then they just stop there. But oh my gosh, if you read on, the next section is just amazing. And I want to read it, and I know you're like, lady, you just keep reading to us, but this next section is awesome, and I want to talk about it. If you read on in Ecclesiastes 3 verse 9, it says, What gain has the worker from his toil? I have seen the business that God has given to the children of man to be busy with. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity into man's heart, yet so that he cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. I perceived that there is nothing better for them than to be joyful and to do good as long as they live. Also, that everyone should eat, drink, and take pleasure in all his toil. This is God's gift to man." Whoa, guys, do you get that? Do you get what he's saying? He's saying that God is giving us this beauty in its time. Now, I know if you're in the middle of a difficult season, you may not see that anything beautiful can come from this. But oh, how narrow our human minds are and our human perspective is. We have to remember that even if that beauty doesn't come in this world, that in eternity, we will have beauty. But maybe even in this world, God's going to give you a glimpse of beauty. Um, I love the part that it says, um, oh, where was it? Oh, where was it? Verse... 12, I perceive that there is nothing better than for them to be joyful and to do good as long as they live. If we take that to heart and we try to do good as long as we live, boy, those difficult seasons can sure have a different taste. They sure can have a different approach that if we're looking for a way to be joyful and to do good as long as we live, those difficult seasons can end up being a blessing to others or God will just use those seasons as a huge part of our testimony. 
I want to encourage you with some more words too. Something that I thought about, a verse that came to mind as I was thinking even more about this is actually from the book of James. You know, in my recent years, some of my difficult seasons have been times when I was just physically depleted. And some of you listening, you're in this season now or you have been, especially moms. I'm speaking to you right now because that's what I can relate to. But man, when my kids were very young, like infants and toddlers, I was literally in a state of survival, a state of just tired emotion. And some of you are in that season right now. Your kids depend on you for everything. Your kids don't sleep well, which means you don't sleep well. And it's hard to be like, be joyful in that. You're like, seriously, lady, I just need some sleep. And let me tell you, I have been there. Maybe you're in a job that is just sucking all energy and all happiness from you. Listen, I get it. That's hard. I'm not discrediting that for one bit, but I want to draw your attention to a reminder that God gave us in James 4.14, and it says, yet you do not know that tomorrow will bring, yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and we will do this or we will do that. This to me is a reminder that life is short and these seasons within our life are short. They talk about how our life is like a vapor. It talks about it being a mist or almost like a, a, a fog. Those things will just vanish away. And our lives in the big scheme of the universe, it's like a vapor. So these seasons that seem like moments of drowning or of difficulty or of um, hardship, just remember they're only for a time. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean it's hard. It doesn't mean it's not emotional. It doesn't mean that you're still drained. But keeping a perspective of reminding yourself that this is only for a short season can give us that push to keep going. Maybe you're in a season, though, that isn't a hardship. Maybe you're finding yourself right now in a season of blessing and excitement. If we go back to that section in Ecclesiastes, maybe you're in the section that says you're currently in a time to laugh or a time to dance or a time of love or peace. That's amazing. Wow, I'm so thankful that in this broken world, God still gives us those times. And often I think they're sitting right among us and we don't even realize it. And so I would just encourage you to reflect on where you're at right now and what season you're in. Think about the seasons that God has brought you through and use those as part of your testimony of encouragement to other people, but also just to your family and to yourself. I think it's so easy to lose sight and forget about all that God has done for us. And there's so many stories in the Bible where that happened, where God delivered his people and oh, how quickly they forgot about all the great things that God had done for them. And I think we're very guilty of doing that very same thing. And so I encourage you today to think about where you're at. What season are you in? How is God using you right now? The ways that he is using you and preparing you right now are to bear fruit in the future. And so think about you know, how God could take this current circumstance, whether it's a joyful time or a hard time, and he can use it in the future. 
And if we keep that perspective, then God is going to do great and mighty things through us. And he wants to do that. He wants our lives to be lives full of fruit. But fruit comes through pruning and through labor. And so we might be in a season of pruning or a season of labor before we can have that beautiful fruit that's produced. And so I just really encourage you to take a look at where you're at. I hope And pray that you're in a season of happiness, of laughter, of joy, of peace. But I know the reality of our broken world. And I know the reality of Ecclesiastes 3, that there are times that are hard. But if you're in a season where you're working really hard for something, don't lose sight of the goal. Don't lose sight of the vision that God has given you as you're working through that. And it's easy to lose sight of that. When other people get involved, when there's other broken people around us who try to turn us one way or another or try to intervene, but we have to keep our seeking hearts after God and his word and his direction. So I just want to encourage you with that. If you are in a hard season, I would love to pray for you. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. So if you want to reach out to me, I'll pray for you. I'll pray with you. Um, And I encourage you to do that at every moment. The Bible tells us to pray continuously. It doesn't have to be a big scripted prayer, but just call out to God. I do it every day when I wake up. I ask God to help me find joy in my day. I work with middle schoolers, y'all. I have a preteen child. Just a moment of silence, please. It's hard. Some days are just hard. And I pray every day that God will give me joy, that he will give me peace. Um, As I work through some anxious feelings sometimes, I tend to have those creep in. I might do another episode about anxious feelings and thoughts, but I pray for peace over those. I pray for God to take them captive. Guys, prayer is powerful. And I just pray over you guys that you'll have hearts that turn towards God through all all seasons. Thanks for listening today. I know this episode was kind of different. You kind of probably felt like Sarah was preaching to you, but these are just some things that have been on my heart and I hope that they encourage you. I hope that they inspire you maybe to dig into the book of Ecclesiastes. Dude, it's awesome and I'm going to dig even deeper into it myself. And I just wanted you to know that I am not a theologian. I am not a seminary student. I don't have, you know, Bible training, but I do study the word of God and I have found in my adult years that I get inspired and not intimidated by people who have strong theology and know their Bible. And it's encouraging me to dig in and to learn my Bible even more. And so I hope that that encourages you. If you're someone who seems a little bit intimidated or thinks that I know way more about the Bible than you do, I probably don't, but I'm just a learning person. I'm a person who wants to know God's word, who wants to seek it out and wants to hide it in my heart and wants to be able to apply it in all areas of my life. And so that's basically what I'm seeking to do. So thanks for listening. I hope you guys will tune in next time for episode eight. Please share this out. Reach out, like I said, if you want me to pray for you and have an awesome week. 